Welcome to MD Consulting. I am Marcia Danielson and I am your business creative guru. If you're an entrepreneur, I have many tips and tricks that I've used in the past that will help you. So follow me as I follow different stories, different solutions, and great fun. Good morning and welcome to MD Consulting ATL. We're getting ready to enter into our illustrator series. And we're going to be talking with um, my husband, who is a illustrator. He illustrates children's books. And um wanted to give you guys some insight into how this process works. Um, we've been doing this for at least, hmm, good, five, ten years, right? At least ten. At least ten, ten years. And we want to give some of the... Uh, upcoming illustrators who are interested in children's books, an idea of how the process starts, and uh, give you a little more information as we go along in the series. So today's series starts with a question for my husband, which is, how did you get started with children's books? Got started with children's books through an online freelance site responding to a bid. Someone wanted a mouse drawn, and if I remember correctly, I did it for free, and uh, the person liked it. They had gone through hundreds of illustrators already trying to find the right look, and they liked it and didn't know it was going to lead to a children's book, but they had a book already written for that character, and once we kind of tweaked and finalized the character, it led to a contract with that book. That first book. Hmm. Interesting. So had you done any other illustrating projects before then? I did some small illustrating projects, but no children's books. So someone might have wanted a logo here or there that required illustration, but it was small projects. So what, what, um, how do you set up your mind to even think about wanting to do an do illustration for children's books. What were some of your reasons for trying to get into that industry? Wow. Just make some money doing artwork for people. And that might have... Yeah, I think when the children's book request came, maybe that opened my, our minds to doing children's books. But I don't think I'd plan on that beforehand. Okay. So for a illustrator that's currently doing I don't know maybe caricatures um, some logo work some one-off illustrations how would you get them ready or get what advice would you give them concerning setting your mind to do a children's book so what are some of the things that uh, they're going to encounter or things they should work on before they put themselves right. out there right I know for when we were working on these, uh, before we started working on children's books and on this first book, uh, one of the things was uh, the characters. The characters, having to draw the characters over and over again. We dealt with laying out the books, different typography that you could use, different fonts. Do you remember some of those things? It's starting to come back to me. <laughs> Thinking for the first book, what was needed. Everything was kind of by ear for the first book. We just kind of made it up as we went along. So how did you make sure that the character looked the same every time? 
Is so it? for the character looking the same every time, we went off of the the first illustration that was approved of the character. That was the blueprint. So every other time after that, that we drew the character, we had to make sure, it's, uh, whether it's from a different angle, that it wouldn't uh, contradict the initial blueprint, that it still worked with it. Uh, it was a mouse, so that the ears were in correct port proportion with the head, that the body was in was the correct size. So uh, because we didn't practice doing the character ahead of time, doing it as we as we went along, we had to reference that original illustration that was approved by the client. So would you say one of the things that someone who's interested in doing children's books would be to work on maybe looking at a character, drawing it from all angles, doing some more dynamic um, poses with a character. It could be any character, but just practicing that particular thing over it could, and over again. It couldn't hurt. However, I, I think uh, being able to access reference images and use them for your advantage is probably very beneficial as well. Okay. And because and you'll know what type of position you'll need, you'll know... Um, what you want your character to do based on the script and reference images will become very useful. Okay. What about the layout of the book? What did you encounter with this first book? Is there anything that you can remember that might make it easier on a first time children's book artist um, when you're laying out the book? So when laying out the book, uh, you have a couple scenarios to consider. If you have a book that in which the text is already the layout is already determined as far as the text what's going on what page and you just have to have an illustration to fill in then for each page it's a great practice to maybe get the text in first so you know how much illustration page you're working with before you create the illustration if it's going to be on the same page as the text kind of want to get the text in first so that when you compose and even do your rough sketches of the illustration you know how much space is needed if you don't have that already laid out, don't know where the text is going to go, then it's a good practice to determine that before the rough sketches are done. Kind of look at your manuscript if that's on you, if your client's leaving that with you to do, then look at your manuscript and see how can this manuscript be broken up into different pages. What illustrations do I visualize on these pages with with what text? And, and then after you break up the text, then you can get a better idea of how the illustration should be composed on each page. So let's let's talk about that. I know with some illustrators, they are very creative and they're able to create um, almost like a storyboard effect, different points of views. Uh, how how would you what what could a person study um, to come up with some more exciting? layouts for manuscript items. Uh, is there anything that you've studied in the past that made it helpful for you to kind of get an idea of how you want the scene to look or just based on words? It's a combination of things. Uh, uh, study other artists that you admire. Maybe study, look at other children's books, see how they're laid out, the ones that you actually like or that pe people like, and, and see how they're laid out in um, Eventually, as as you go, you won't be copying, but it'll be an inspiration. See what you like about them, and it'll give you... But don't just look at one, look at multiple, so that you 
see a variety and then you'll create your own compositions and layouts. As far as the layouts, that's what I recommend. But then also, as you're reading through the text, the manuscript for yourself, if your client gives you the option, as an artist, you, you may start to visualize compositions or visualize illustrations on certain pages and how the text should be laid out. You might read a, a paragraph and say, oh, wow, I can see that. And so for the, maybe that paragraph or even that sentence is the only thing that goes on that page. Or maybe like uh, see a, oh, wow, I could see a full spread, full two-page spread for, for this scene. And if that's the case, then okay, then that's all for this scene. Those, that's the only text I'm going to have on these two pages. And so in addition to looking at maybe some children's books that you like, artists that you like, um, also, your own creativity will will breed some originality. Awesome, awesome. So, um, talking about how you've gotten started, we've talked a little bit about some things that uh, if you're looking into doing a children's book or illustrating a children's book, what they could work on, character design, uh, laying out items, typography, uh, in visualizing or visualizing um, what a page may look like and then putting it on paper. Um, any other advice you can give to someone that's even thinking about going into children's books? Absolutely. One thing that we learned just through trial and error is organization of the process, having a streamlined process as, or as streamlined as possible. And it's something that you helped me with. <laughs> Just after doing a number of children's books, you learn a process, you develop your own process, but getting a system in place so that you're pretty much doing the same thing each time. Like having phases, we have certain phases for each children's book, starting off with uh, maybe the character design and then moving to um, maybe typesetting and then maybe storyboarding, but have a phase phases for children's books you're doing. And if you're going to end up doing multiple books, working on multiple projects at the same time, creative projects, then it's beneficial to have a system that will help you stay organized. And that's something you helped me with as well, to where I can just go into the system and see what I have scheduled for that day, work on that, and maybe not try to have to figure out, okay, which book am I working on? Because I got these deadlines. So once they start having deadlines, definitely need to be organized and have a system in place so you can meet the deadlines um, as efficiently as possible. Awesome. So uh, this series is going to be going on for a little bit. We'll get more into our processes. We'll get more into different things you can uh, think about when you're working on a children's book or considering it. So hopefully you'll come back and join us again uh, during one of our conversations. Uh, again, this is Marcia Danielson with MD Consulting ATL. I am out there for all those creative entrepreneurs making their life easier. And we'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. <music>